Welcome to Different from the Other Kids, a weekly podcast for parents of challenging children with your host, Angela Sunis, author of the Amazon best-selling book, Different from the Other Kids. Each week, Angela interviews an individual or professional within the mental health community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Different from the Other Kids. I thank you so much for joining us today. Wanted to start with uh, some really way cool information that's just come to my attention. It's from a publication called CE Collective Evolution, and it is uh, from an author whose name is Arjun, A-R-J-U-N, Walia, W-A-L-I-A, and it's from December 11th, 2015. The title of the article is called Neuroscientist Shows What Fasting Does to Your Brain and Why Big Pharma Won't Study It. Fasting has become just a recent hit for me on the internet when I start researching uh, good eating and losing weight. I need to take off a couple pounds and I've been researching what the best and most efficient way might be to do that uh, with the new information that we've got in the last two years since I, well, the last many years since I tried to lose weight in the past. One of the things that keeps coming up is called intermittent fasting. So I found this article and I think it's it's fascinating and I believe um, it's not just the intermittent fasting obviously has uh It has something to do certainly with the effectiveness of losing weight, but it has a whole bunch of other effects. Fasting does good things for the brain, and this is evident by all of the beneficial neurochemical changes that happen in the brain when we fast. It also improves cognitive function, increases neurotropic factors, increases stress resistance, and reduces inflammation. In another part of the article, He goes on to say, intermittent fasting enhances the ability of nerve cells to repair DNA. He also goes into the evolutionary aspect of this theory, how our ancestors adapted and were built for for going long periods of time without food. Towards the end of the article, the author talks or says, this means that fasting kills off old and damaged immune cells. And when the body rebounds, it uses stem cells to create brand new completely healthy stems are completely healthy cells. So I, I want to encourage you to just read a little bit or find out what you can about intermittent fasting. I had no idea that it could have the kind of uh, long reaching effects on the brain as what this article is talking about. Um, and the science of it actually makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, you kill off the old, you're bringing in the new ones and, uh, we're doing the same thing in our brain tissue. Uh, I think it also allows the body's uh, natural ability to deal with the immune system. Um, gives the body an opportunity to jump in with brand new viv, river, brand new, a brand new lease for life, as it were. So let's move on here. We are introducing a um, new speaker here today. Her name is Deb Flowers. Uh, She is going to be sharing a story about her son, which is amazing. Um, He's doing very well now, uh, but there was a period of time he was diagnosed as schizophrenic and was hospitalized for about four months. She's going to take us through the beginning part of her story. Uh, It's a story of healing, 
Uh, it's a story of God, and it's a story of what music can do. This young man has now come out of this period of time in his life, and he's going to be going into, his plan is to go into social work and music therapy as a result of his experience. So we have a feel-good story here, and um, Debbie has been kind enough to share it with us. So thanks so much for coming, Debbie. Now, your son has had uh, some difficulties. Uh, when did you first think to yourself that your child may be different from other kids? Well, he was, um, he had been using marijuana when he was in high school and it came to a peak, um, in the fall of his, um, grade 11. And he was just, he was started acting strange and saying unusual things about what was happening in the world. And he was getting very paranoid and things like that. And then one day it just came to a peak and we had to take him to the hospital. So what was it that would have worried you? He had gone down to Toronto and he was afraid of using the subway because there was a lockdown and he was made illusions in his head and he, and he realized that they were illusions sometimes at the real peak was um, the day before he went into the hospital. He, he had been going around school claiming that he was Jesus Christ collecting his disciples. That was a real key that there was something wrong. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you go into the hospital and what happens from there? You didn't know uh, at that point it, it was just that short period of time that this was happening. It, he had been using for a while, but yes. it, it had really triggered his brain. I don't know whether there was something in the marijuana that was different this mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. which triggered in his brain. Um, but anyways, when we went into the hospital, um, they put him in the um, PICU, which is the Children's Mental Health Intensive Care. Okay. And uh, he had, the first time he went in, he was in there for seven days to get this, the, the drugs out of his system. That was very difficult because he was coming out of the hallucinations. and. Um, so did they call it psychosis? They called it psychosis. Okay. And did you, is that when you got a diagnosis of what he was challenged, what the challenge was? They hadn't at that time. They said there was, there was a possibility. They had put him on some medication and I am terrible remembering the medication. But That's anyways, okay. he decided to take himself off of it. Um, so this was in November that he first went in, in, um, January, he decided that he did not need the medication anymore. By April, he was back in the hospital and he was in the hospital for four months. Oh my God. And at that time they had actually put him in the, um, PICU for three weeks and they were preparing me that he would not come out, that he would never have his mental capacity the same way. They just said that he would be schizophrenic and hallucinating all the time. Okay. So he was diagnosed at that time at with that, schizophrenia? Yes. Okay. And now you mentioned marijuana. So I just want to make uh, uh, clear to everybody. Um, where did you get the idea that it may have been uh, marijuana that um, induced, induced it? Yeah. They told me at the time that that was it. There was actually many kids in the hospital on, um, with the same uh, symptoms, the same thing, because they have been using marijuana. Whether the marijuana creates the mm -hmm. um, 
psychosis or whether the, I mean, the schizophrenia or else the schizophrenia was there and the marijuana came out, brings it out. They're not sure how that is. They, they don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a very delicate thing to try and figure out. Mm -hmm. Um, now the one thing is, is the kids' brains are not fully developed until they're 25. Mm -hmm. So therefore their brain is very soft and very sensitive. So those kids that are sensitive to things like this already, it, they're, this is when it happens. Okay. Yeah. And so he's in the hospital for four months. Mm -hmm. What kind of treatment is he getting at, at the hospital? I couldn't imagine having a child in the hospital for four months. Yeah, it was, it was very, it was very hard, especially yeah. while he was in the intensive care because I, I couldn't see him a lot of them. I couldn't go see him because of different situations, because of the way he was, he was, his behavior was very violent at some times. Mm -hmm. It was, um, well, he's probably scared. Well, yes. And then saying that you're right. So it was hard because they don't know your child, so they don't see it in the same way you do. So for us, he um, he's very musical, has music is very much a part of his life. Um, so they found it very unusual for him to be dancing around and sort of um, playing drums and stringing guitars and singing and stuff like that. They thought that that was part of the, huh. the psychosis. So they... That's, that is part of the, it, I had to work with them so that they could understand who he was. Mm -hmm. And when he was aggressive, you're right. It was because he wanted the answers. Um, so, so there was a few things, maybe why he was in there a little bit longer, mm -hmm. but he, he was having psychotic episodes throughout that time. When he stopped having the psychotic episodes, they, they took him out and they put him in the, the main ward. Mm -hmm. What they do there is they, they just try to work them through to show them how to handle life. Mm -hmm. um, they, they just they talk things out. They, give, they just slowly get them back into real life and how they can handle pressures. And, you okay, know. sounds like the, the treatment program my daughter was in. It was a day treatment program, though. Mm, yeah. And she was there for a month. Okay. But it sounds like it sounds like the same kind of thing, it, it but it was, was just impatient. <clears throat> yeah, it was probably very much yeah. So they just a little bit more concentrated, probably. Okay. Just because he was there, you know, living there for four months. So right. So do you, do you know? Did he did was he using marijuana in between? Like when he was released. You're smiling so at me. I'm is laughing it, because I just don't, I don't know. No, this that's medical, a very good question. That is a very good question. This is the new. This is this is the first time I've had somebody actually sit down with me and say that it would, that the medical uh, profession has said that marijuana actually triggered yeah. this episode to, it, or this schizophrenia very, to kind of become very, very common. It is okay. extremely common. Okay. Since this has happened to me, yes, I can probably tell you a dozen families wow. that have talked to me about it. And just because I'm, I'm a little bit more open about it and, um, and, and I'm listening to them and hearing, what they're saying they went through with their child. And mm. it's just very easy. Can I ask, is this to do with, you know, and, and they all say, yes, it is. Wow. Wow. You know what? I'm going to have to pay attention to that now when mm -hmm. I'm talking to people, yeah. um, to find out if that was, uh, you know, part of their experience. Exper yes. It's, um, now 
marijuana, I will say this. I know marijuana is a lot stronger than when you and I were kids. Mm -hmm, probably. So uh, it, it's not the same. I know it isn't the same. So therefore. Um, well, there's all different kinds now, there's right? There's all and they, kinds. They of, put, God knows what's in it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It, you know, it's not just a lighthearted little thing that we used to play with. But um, anyways, um, what was I going to say to you there? <laughs> I don't know. Oh yes, you were asking whether he was using. Yes, so the 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 doctor had said to him, "I'm telling you right now, either you use marijuana or you use the drugs. Please do not mix the two of them. Oh, okay. Because that will make things even worse. Oh, wow. So he opted out. <laughs> okay, he opted out of the meds and took the, took the pot instead. <laughs> <laughs> like a good teenager would. Yeah. yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So after he's, so he's released uh, for the second time. He's been there for yes. four months. Four months. And okay. at this point he is terrified. He's terrified of? He's terrified of having any substance in his body okay. again. Because okay. he, he has been through, and yeah. and I don't know whether to say this, but he did. He did try to commit suicide while he was in the hospital. Okay. And so he did. It's very common. Yeah. So, you know, and you, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So we've all been. I'm sorry. It's horrible. It to, is a horrible thing to say, but, and I don't want to, and I don't know how much to say about things that kids go through, but I think that scared him enough mm -hmm. that he just said, I will do whatever I need to do. Right. So after that, was he ever put in the hospital again? Was he ever admitted? Nope. Not after that. So no. tell me, so, okay. So take me from, this is exciting actually. Yes. So take me from when, um, he is released from the hospital after he'd been there for the four month uh, period of time. What happens after that? So he would, he had a social worker mm -hmm. that he went to see once a week. I forget whether it was twice a week or not. Um, he had a uh, psychologist. He had went to the doctors. They also put him on a medication. And excuse me, because I am so bad with names. That's okay. But he gets shots once a month instead of taking the medication himself. And that has been his lifesaver. Okay. Because Talk he to has me about this. a mother that could not. I, I'm busy with my work and stuff like yeah. that. And I sound terrible to say this. No, you're not. But reality. for me to remember to remind him to take his medication. You know, and at the beginning, because their minds is a little bit sorted, yeah. getting back into life. Mm -hmm. Like it was a, it, it was a little bit of a process for him to get back into life slowly, you know, yeah. um, to get a job that he felt functionable with and, you know, all that stuff and getting back into school. I was going to say. It, yeah. it all took a process to do. Yes. And which he's doing fabulous, by the way, now. Good. I'm um, so glad to hear I'm that. I'm just at a 180, like just, it's amazing to see him now. But that is, that's an, that's amazing. And I'm really, I'm, I thank you once again for sharing this because there will be parents out there that think that this is, uh, it's, this a, is it's a death sentence um, it, when, I, you've got, when you've honest, got a diagnosis. I thought, I thought this was going to be my life. Wow. I thought I would be like babysitting my child yeah. and yet he can only do simple things in life. And I, it broke my heart, Yes, but they, it took them a while to get the proper medication and the proper dosage. Yeah. But once they got that settled and they do these shots once a month. Now, so where does he go to get the shot? He goes up to the hospital and he gets shots. He just goes once a month and gets these shots and they, what are the shot is an actual pharmaceutical. It's a pharmaceutical medication. Wow. So instead of him orally, orally doing it, daily yeah he just and it just goes through his system on a on a monthly basis okay that's wild 
It is wild. And at first it scares the living daylights on him because I'm thinking that's a lot of medication in one body yeah. at one time. But, yeah. but I have to tell you, for him, it has been a lifesaver for him because he just, he can live a normal life now. He just goes to see the doctor once a month. Like, it goes, wow. and he does, you know. So did it take him a while to come back, though, after his experience in the hospital? I would imagine. It did. As you're saying, it was a process. It was a process. Can you walk us through that just a little bit, what that looked like? What that looked like? Well, um... Because there's, there's going to be parents that are going to have hospital stays, and then they come out, and then there's hospital stays, and then they come out. And there's always a process of which... Uh, the kids have to get to a point where they're solid on their yeah. own two feet yes. before they can move forward and they might fall again. But yeah. it's that process of having to, is, so if you could walk us through that well, for them. Do you know what? It, it's very interesting because it was like having a child again. Okay. And so. And how old was he at this point when he was released? So he was, he was, he was just turning 18. Okay. Um, and I think that's the other thing that scared him is that he knew the next time. Mm-hmm. He went in the hospital. It would be adult. That ended up being the my adult th- ward. That ended yes. up being my threat. Actually, when my daughter was going yeah. through a hard time and was threatening to to kill herself again, which right. happened multiple times after. Yeah. Um. And you know she'll go through periods of time of it, unfortunately. But uh, I always look at her and I say, "You don't want to go there. You think that child ward was bad. You don't want to go to the mm-hmm. adult ward." No. So that's a bit of a threat. That that yes. I think they all. I don't know how they know that. But they seem to all understand and acknowledge that. Maybe they tell them when they're Perhaps they do. I have a funny feeling they sort of, they let them make, I don't even know whether, I've never asked him. I didn't ask Christina ever either. But I wonder if they actually went and took a little tour of down there. Mm. It's never pretty. One one flew over the cuckoo's nest kind of stuff, I think, is what often happens. I've never asked, but that's a good question for me to ask. That's a good question for me to ask. Yeah, because they do know. They do. Oh, yeah. She she knows. And they're terrified of it. Because sometimes it's not when she can't. There is a point at which when I know for my daughter anyway, Mm -hmm. when she's uh, suicidal, that there is a point at which sometimes I can shock her and bring her back. Mm-hmm. There's a point at which she goes off on her own tangent. And unless I can rein her in quickly, mm-hmm. she goes off on a tangent wow. and then she spins and spins. And then it just gets worse and worse and I can't get her back. Wow. So I will try anything. Yep. I've tried a million things that are totally off the charts. I'm sure wrong uh, to try and get her back. But you know your child. But you know your child is different. Yes, wrestling Listen. to the ground, to the wrestling to the wrestling them to the ground. Yeah, they've got the medication in the hand. They're they want to ingest it is uh <laughs> probably not in the list of recommended things to do but no. it has happened to me hey there you go <laughs> listen i think they thought i was just as sleepy as my son because i would be in there singing along with him oh because, would you well yeah you'd be like nice. why don't we sing this song why don't we do this well, and that so, keeps some company well exactly so i'd be just there just we'd be just having to wait and i'm thinking they're going uh-oh <laughs> now we know where he got it from <laughs> Oh, well, did you have your air guitar going? Yeah, exactly, yeah. We'd be dancing around the room, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually very sweet. It is. That is very sweet. Okay, so so sorry, just to get back to where yeah, we, we were. Yeah, we will. Um, so when he came so home. So when he came home, yeah. So life was very simplified in his mind. Okay. So even little things, um, um, like uh setting the table and washing the dishes. It was just, uh, everything was a very slow process. And it's almost like he was learning it all over again for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah, life was just... Brain, his brain he, had an interest. He had to really think about it. He had to think... It was so, for 
and you probably know this, having a routine. Oh, it's everything. Is everything for them. Absolutely. So that is what he needed when he first came out. And God help him, he had a mother like me, which routine is just not my... Not your strong suit. Not my strong suit. <laughs> it was very, very difficult. So hence the reason why they said the shots yeah. would be really okay. good. Because okay. cause mom really had a hard time with that one. So, <laughs> well, well, we're going to get to that because you own your own business. I don't know if you, if you'd owned your own business all the way through that. Yeah, period. I did. Oh my God. So did, it was very interesting go? because when they would call me when he was in, they go, you can come now. And I'd be like, Oh, okay. So thank God. I had a wonderful girl that was working for me and she would just take over and I would run to the hospital and I would just spend like the two hours that I could with him. And basically it, at this point, he would not sleep, right? So it would be mm-hmm. me getting him into bed um, to massage his head and just to slow him down. just to, And that's what I would do with him, which is, uh, yeah. Anyways, that's another story. I just wish that they would have massage therapy for these kids because they, they need. Had a whole bunch of stuff for yeah, these kids. they yeah. need that. But they, they have this whole thing that they cannot touch the children. So, And mm. that's what they need at this point. They mm-hmm. need, but they need it from parents, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, that's a long, that's another story. But um, when he was at home, yeah, so it was just in some of the things that he said were sometimes not inappropriate and rude, but like, do you know what? Like, yeah, I remember, um, well, I've seen kids have impulse control yeah, difficulty yeah, it was, with their, with the, what they say. Yeah. Um, it was just that you think they're doing it for shock, but I, I don't think it's no, shock. Like, I think it's just, they don't, they don't know to, uh, yeah. Like he would go to his sister, a, like they need a screen on their mouth yeah. or something. Why would you wear that top with those pants? Like, you know, or, yeah. you know, like sing, like, you know, when it just like sort of very childlike. Okay. But he, he, he got out of that and then he, he got himself a, a job, um, which was great. And they were very good with him because, you know, they were a little bit aware of what he had been through. So they were very, it was a very repetitious job. Okay. It, it, it was in, in retail mm-hmm. um, and it was working with customers. So I, I was a little bit concerned about that, but he did well. Okay, good. He did, I know. I was a little bit concerned That's about good what he would say and how he would handle things. But, you know, they were very good. Like, cause he was slow at first at getting things and he has to really think about things. Now it's not like that. He's, he has gone past that. So I'd say it took about a year and a half. Wow. It took about a year and a half before you, I would say that the end result, like you could see him being the normal. Yeah. You know, how about uh, school? What happened with school? Did he lose the semester? Or so whatever, he went, assume, or he went he... back. Yeah. He went back to another school and finished off his, his, um, his grade 12. And, um, so that was good. And then he took off six months and he went to, he went to college. Wow. Good for him. And, um, yeah. And he seems to be doing and that's where he is right now. And that is he? where that is where he is right now. And is he still working part time as well? He is still working part time. Wow. Yes. So he's really high, highly functioning, doing everything he's supposed to do. Would you say he's exactly the way he was before this? I would say he interrupt? has. Yeah, he has come back to his wow. his normal self. So, so my question is to the doctors: mm-hmm. it, Is it schizophrenia? Right. Or was it just an episode? 
wow, I, yeah, that would be, and what did they say when you They asked? do not, the only way they can test it is by taking them off the medications and they're fearful they're, to take yeah. them to off the medications now. Maybe when he turns 25. Okay, yes. They will do a test on it. The 25, uh, just so everyone knows, yes. is the magic number for brain development. Yeah. You'll hear psychologists and um, social workers and all different kinds of people always talk about that 25 mark. Yeah. And that's exactly why. So that's, that's probably very true. I know with Christina, we talk about, well, we can try something, but let's, can we just wait? Wait until the Let's 25. just wait and see if there's a threshold that we can you know, yeah. maybe pull a little bit back on or, yeah. or whatever. So, um, yeah. So that's amazing. So that's, you know, the only thing he's had difficulties with when he went into the hospital, um, they actually took away his license. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He has never been able to get that back. Really? Interesting. Yeah. We've okay. tried, we've tried and we tried, even though the doctors have all sent letters to the ministry of transportation, Yeah. we, we just, for some reason, can't seem to get that one, but he seems to be handling that. So okay, well, good. Yeah. Okay, well, Debbie, you know what? I'm I'm going to interrupt you there, and we're going to close off this episode for today. Um, I'm really very thrilled and very appreciative because Deb Flowers is going to come back for another one. So if you guys can just hold on till the next episode, you will get another episode of Deb Flowers talking about her son and his. Um, well, we're really not sure. I guess he was diagnosed as schizophrenic, but. Yeah, I think there's a case to be made there of um, if he's doing this well and if it doesn't show up again, was it or wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much, Deb. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, as for the parents, um, I hope that this gives some uh, great hope for some of you going through some things. That things can change. Things can get really better and they can um, actually be quite, that's a bit of a miracle, honestly. That's amazing. Congratulations. That's great. Okay, everybody. Thanks so much. And uh, I'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening to Different from the Other Kids, made possible with the support of Deborah Kenny Jewelry, jewelry meant to inspire. You can find them online at www.debrakennyjewelry.com. Music and editing is a product of Among the Crowd Productions. You can hear more at www.amongthecrowd.ca. We'll see you next week. And now a disclaimer. In general, I, Angela Sunis, am not a doctor, and I certainly don't play one on the internet. I'm a parent, period. The advice from me presented on Different from the Other Kids does not replace advice received directly from a medical health professional. If you think you need help, I do recommend making an appointment with your physician or other appropriate health care provider.